What's up everybody? Welcome to Investing in Cannabis. We are at Defonce Chocolate here in Oakland, California. We've talked so many times about how it's crucial to take domain expertise from another industry and apply it to the cannabis industry. And tonight's episode is no different. Eric, the founder, spent six years on the team at iTunes and he's applied all that branding and messaging and marketing gold into Defonce Chocolate. It's an awesome interview, guys. We take a whole walk through the production facility. We do a little cooking show. It's good stuff, guys. Tune in, listen up, get acquainted. Are you looking to start a cannabis company? Do you need office space? It's really hard and it's really expensive. So Gateway has started Gateway Works, which is just a co-working space specifically for the cannabis industry. You can rent a desk, I think it's 300 bucks for the month, and take advantage of this awesome community and glean the energy and the knowledge from all the other companies. You gotta check it out. Eric, how are you? Thanks so much for having us in your awesome new space. You've been here only like six weeks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we moved here specifically about six weeks ago. It's 10,000 square feet, and the whole idea is to have all of our manufacturing here. So like all the chocolate production, all the packaging, um, and then upstairs we have all like, you know, for design marketing, and also an R&D kitchen. What was it about the space that made you think like, we should do something better. Yeah, so I, I really felt like there needed to be a makeover for edibles, because, um, you know, everyone's stories about edibles are always negative. Like ask nine out of 10 people, their story is always like, I got absolutely blitzed on an edible. And like it was because of either inconsistency with dosage or just not understanding what a dose is. So we really want to take away, we really want to make experiences really amazing when you try your edible for the first time, second time, or your last time. Like we just want to make great experiences. Why start a chocolate company specifically? Yeah, I mean like chocolate is one of those really approachable things. Like, you know, you go the grocery store you go to like you know your local convenience store there's chocolate there it's something that like you don't need any kind of like special equipment or need to understand outside of just what a dose is so for me like it really felt like the and also another amazing thing about chocolate is that it's fat uh, cannabinoids are fat soluble mm. so they just marry really well together and like um, that's why I'm high all the time. <laughs> 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 and another great thing is that like there's actually a little bit of cannabinoids in, naturally in chocolate when during yep. the fermenting process well, I'm dying to see where you actually produce the chocolate right now, which yeah. is upstairs in mm -hmm. kind of a little more commercial kitchen. So I think we should go check that out. Yeah, right let's go check it out. So Eric, in order to make cannabis chocolate, you need a lot of cannabis. Right. So we're in this room here. It's very impressive. It smells incredible. <laughs> yeah. It smells incredible. And this is the inventory kind of holding room, right? Yeah, exactly. So, so uh, we work with one farm, Hummingbird Medicinals, out of uh, Santa Nevada Foothills. Okay. Everything's sun-grown, outdoors. Really amazing. I really think it's a future of just how cannabis is going to be grown. Um, indoors, it's like, it's just in regards to the carbon footprint, uh, scalability, it just doesn't really make sense in the long term. Um, for like really niche strains and getting that really crazy medicinal products or strains, it does make sense. Hmm. But for, you know, like things like, you know, to make chocolate, outdoor is definitely the way to go. Outdoor is the way to go. Yeah. Just because it's cheaper, is that, or there's certain properties that make it better? Yeah, so like the thing is, is like if you use any kind of chemical pesticide or fertilizer, when you, during the extraction process, all that stuff is gonna get more concentrated. So we work with farms that 100% organic. It's more possible from an outdoor perspective because indoor there's just so many, you know, like your light manipulation, it's just like, you know, um, and like there's issues just mm. with just like cultivating that way. So mm. for us, outdoor is definitely the way to go. Got it. So there's kind of a range here 
here. It looks like true trim over here. Right. Kind of like the stuff that maybe was in the 60s, like in the hippie circles here. <laughs> and then we've got like more kind of traditional nugs here. Where? How would you use these differently? Yeah, so for this stuff, um, we use CO2 extraction to remove the cannabinoids um, from the actual plant matter. Okay. Um, this is the stuff that you would actually smoke. Yep. Uh, the reason why we have both is because we're, we've been working with other um, license or other uh, contract manufacturers, or we're working as a contract manufacturer the for white, white flowers. Side of the business. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, that's the reason why we have both. And they they prefer to use whole flowers in the in their product. No, no, for actually uh, selling the actual product. So actually selling the buds through us. Oh, I see. Right, right. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, and and how much cannabis will you go through? I mean, how what's the turnover like in this room? Yeah. So um, essentially, like with any kind of, it really depends. So like, it depends on the strain. It depends on just like um, how much we distill it. Um, so it really ranges. So like, um, you know, our products, it's 180 milligrams per bar. Um, I'm trying to like uh, do the math in my head, but I can't. <laughs> like trying to school. stall, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, uh, yeah, it just really again, it really depends on the strain, um, and then like also the mixture. Like obviously, there's more TC in this material sure. than in this material. So in addition to the kind of the quantity of the THC, talk about the quality of the THC. Right. So for us, we work with one farm, Hummingbird Medicinals. Um, it was really important to us that it was organic because whatever you know, whatever we put in the chocolate, people are going to be consuming. Um, so. So the quality of how it's grown and also just the story of how it's grown was really important to us. Got it. And how that process of selecting a grower. So we so that that's kind of you can't pull out like the yellow pages and find a grower. <laughs> yeah, so not um, yet anyway. Yeah, not yet. So like, you know, it was a lot of like uh just referrals. Um so we've worked with like maybe like maybe a dozen different farmers and we really like what uh adam over at hummingbird medicinals is doing got it very mm -hmm. very cool well this is kind of the back end side of it i want to go see where the actual chocolate gets made let's, oh definitely uh, let's head into the kitchen cool so the shine is a very good indicator of how well the chocolate is tempered and yeah, so the shinier it's going to be, the more well-tempered it will be. Basically what we're doing is we're controlling the fat crystals of the cocoa butter. And they're pretty cool because they, uh, they form different shapes at different temperatures. And so when you, I'm sure if you've ever had like a bar that melted on you, and then it, when it cooled down again, when it set, it was kind of, it was really soft and yeah. broke really mealy and yeah, like didn't it was melt. in my pocket or something and then I put it in the freezer and then the consistency is just all fucked. Right, all exactly, fucked. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so that's that's from those cocoa butter crystals kind of, uh, they're coming out of temper is what we say. Okay. And so they, there's five different shapes that they make, five different forms. And so, you know, when we have one uniform shape of crystal, mm -hmm. then we get that nice snap and shine and all that good stuff when we, that we know the chocolate. Is that to do with the consistency, like the texture, is that all? Factored? Yeah, and so when it's, when it's uh, because you have the different, if you have it that falls out of temper and you have different um, crystalline shapes, it's gonna, you're gonna pick that up in, when you uh, put it on your palate. Well, thanks so much. I think we're gonna go in the room and check out the, uh, the other temper. Oh, excellent. I'll, uh, yeah, I can bring these, bring these in as we're going that direction anyway. So it's starting to look like a Dave Ponce chocolate bar here. Yeah, so this one is, this was one of our bars, or a couple of our bars uh, that we molded earlier today that we'll unmold. So we have uh, these molds that we're using now, and this will give you an example of that nice shine that you're looking for. So That's we got, beautiful. You know, you move it around, you can see all the 
So all it did was come in here to cool. There's a lot of fans and everything on the racks. How long will they cool before they get to this point? Uh, it takes about 30 minutes or so okay. to fully cool. And then tell me oh, a little problem. bit about like the QC, like when they come out, when you come out of the mold, what do you look for? Like, what yeah, so so I don't, I'm happy to say that not, neither one of these are are bad bars, as, the, as it were, but uh, we usually look for um, any bubbles that pop up. Sometimes we'll get some bubbles that are on the points. Okay. And you know, that kind of defeats the, the really beautiful sure. peaks that we have going on there. Yeah. And that's, that's the majority of the problems that we come across. We'll have, a, you know, if, the, if we have a few uh, that just have some bubbles, that usually happens towards the end of the batch because it's, um, it's been agitated for a very long time and it starts to thicken up on us a little bit. Every once in a while, though, we'll get, um, you know, if something goes wrong, if it's not cooled properly or something like that, we will have, you'll see little um, streaks or like light brown specks in here, and that's untempered chocolate, and that just happens uh, if it's improperly cooled because uh, when things go from a disorganized shape to a more organized form, it actually releases heat. Mm. And so it's called latent heat of crystallization. And mm. so even if you have uh, the chocolate cool and the room is cool, if you don't have proper ventilation over it, it'll retain that heat wow. and then internally. And so it'll uh, start un it'll start giving off heat and it'll throw the whole bar out of temper and you can actually see that happen. It's very sensitive. I'm so impressed by your knowledge just of chocolate, right? I mean, there's obviously a whole cannabis angle here, but it's so important, I think, for founders, for business owners to realize that you have to get people that know what they're talking about. Like, that domain expertise that you're talking about is invaluable. It's it's a far more complicated thing than a lot of people realize, I think, because you see, you see so much chocolate in stores and that kind of thing, and it's just, uh, you know, you see it as a commodity and don't really think much about what it takes to actually produce it and and form it in these in these ways and and work with it and uh, that's that's something that I've really enjoyed over the years is learning as much as I can about uh, how it works and I think that really helps to uh, helps translate you know making it the best I can. Yeah, awesome. Well, so, thanks so much for sharing it with us. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. I'm glad you came by. Great to meet you. I think nice. I'm going to go try some of the finished product now. So as of right now, we have eight different SKUs, so eight different chocolate bars. It's the only format that we have. Uh, we're looking to expand to different um, products, uh, but as of right now, we have eight. Got it. Yeah, and let's kind of uh, let's try the matcha. Maybe that sounds kind of different. What's uh, what's your biggest seller? What, what what's the most popular? Yeah, so people really like plain bars. So our milk chocolate and our dark chocolate are the most popular. Got it. Cool. Yeah. And talk to me about the packaging a little bit here. I mean, it's. It's very simple, kind of in the Apple right, right. Is it inspired? Is this Apple inspired? Yeah. So I mean, like, there's a lot of elements that you'd see on like Apple packaging. So like the double soft touch black. I mean, that's the same packaging or the same type of finish for like the Apple TV. Sure. Um, the foil specific to us. It's a gold foil. Um, but really, the defining factors of just like what really defines the each product is this pattern. So the color and pattern define each flavor. So this one obviously is green tea matcha. Green kind of makes sense. Um, another great thing that as you open it, um, it gives it a little diagram of dosing. Um, that was something that we really felt like was needed to like kind of educate consumers to like what is considered a dose and what is what's 10 milligrams of THC. Got it. No, very, very important dose. Right. You were talking about a little bit earlier. Right. A lot of people have their first experience with edibles and it's terrible. Yeah. Because they have way too much. Yeah. So when you see on here, you actually can see which, how much of the triangles are what they're in, each 10 milligrams. Exactly. So that makes 180 total yeah. for, for the bar, which is relatively standard. Yeah. yeah. So like, you know, some people would, one triangle is more than enough. Others, you know, eating half the bar is like an average day. Yeah. Um, but again, we just want to make it 
um, really easy for people to kind of get an idea of just like what is good for them. And by doing so, by creating this bar the way that we did, they could do that. Uh, it's just, you know, gone are the days of like, you know, eat a third of this cookie, which is like super difficult to divide a cookie into a third. Right, and like, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. And who wants to do that? No, no, no one, one does. Do that, right? <laughs> so you made it really easy to break apart. Exactly. Right, so let's take a look at the final product here. Flip that over. So things that I learned about chocolate today are that the shine is very, very important. Exactly. Not many bubbles here, can't really see. And then there's that patented snap that you were talking about, yeah. right? So let's see if I can get that to a... Uh... Oh, wow. That was a pretty good snap. That was a pretty good snap. You want a look? Oh, cool, of course. Yeah. So not too much cannabis flavor, yeah. which is a good start. Not a really nice consistency. I mean, honestly, mm -hmm. it tastes like chocolate. Yeah. It doesn't taste like an edible. See, that was an important thing, is that we really wanted it to taste like chocolate. Um, you can taste like a little bit of the cannabis because of the earthiness of the matcha. Okay. But the um, over, like, definitely you taste the chocolate more than anything. Cool. So we got mint, milk, matcha, vanilla, dark, dark plus. So a lot of stuff. I mean, how do you decide how many skews is too many or how many you should have? Yeah, so, like, you know, we kind of played the... Apple playbook by, you know, less is more. So instead of having like 30 different SKUs, we went with eight that felt really solid that kind of like showed the breath of like, you know, what we could do. So we have, you know, two white chocolates, we have a couple of milk chocolates and, you know, several darks. Well, I'm very impressed with your whole operation here. Thanks. We got a chance to make some chocolate mm. and see the warehouse space, but right. it must not come cheap. I mean, this is a right. pretty big establishment. Right. Tell me a little about the fundraising that, that you've done. Yeah, so um, personally, I've invested about a quarter million dollars myself um, into this project. We're able to attract a lot of amazing investors. A lot of like uh, tech titans within the Silicon Valley um, have invested in an operation, and currently we're actually working with uh, Acro Capital um, as an investment bank for a seed A, or Series A rather. Very exciting. So you've done the seed. How much was that, was that seed? Yeah, so about half a million dollars uh, on top of what I've invested myself. Got it. And yeah. what's that make your runway look like? Um, you know, the which one, the Series A or the seed combined? Um, as of right now, no, I not mean, the Series A, not, not the one. Just oh, right, right. friends and family. Or your oh yeah. So like, I mean, we've been able to like operate without any issues. Like, you know, we have enough cash flow. The product has been doing really well. So mm -hmm. um, the Series A was, or I'm sorry, the seed round was really helped uh, to get this, you know, facility going. Um, chocolate production is really expensive, especially the machinery. So a lot of that was uh, used for that purpose. Got it. And you said you're doing really well, mm -hmm. which sounds great. I mean, anecdotally, a lot of people are talking about you. So you right. have a really good brand. How do you measure success? Uh, I mean, like you have like the basic um, baselines, like, you know, number of sales. Mm -hmm. um, but also just like, I, I think for us, um, a big uh, indicator to success it's just like whether people like the product, and overwhelmingly people do. Mm -hmm. I think like we, you know, the edible business really needed to make, or industry rather, really needed a makeover, and I feel like we did a pretty good job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean the packaging is beautiful, and it tasted great, you have a super official operation here. Mm -hmm. Congratulations, in, well, in a relatively short amount of time here. Yeah, yeah very, very cool. Uh, well, I'm curious just kind of about your other consumption level. I mean, when you're not eating chocolate, do you like to smoke cannabis? How do you like to smoke it? I mean, what, what kind of consumer are you? Yeah, so for me personally, I really like our edibles. Um, so I actually 100% only eat our edibles. 
hundred percent. Just yeah. edibles. Yeah. Got it. Well, that's yeah. a man of his own product. Yeah, exactly. Like so much. Well, Eric, thanks so much for having us here. It's oh, great definitely. to meet you. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for introducing us to the team and taking mm -hmm. through everything. Wish you a lot of luck. It was delicious. Oh, thank you. So we did, everything is done for the product and it's really, really cool. Yeah, our team does a really amazing job. So from Brian to all, everyone else on the staff, they, they just do an amazing job of what they do. You looking to hire any, anybody? Anybody you're looking for? Yeah, so we've been, now outside of this production, we're looking at a lot of marketing folks. Got it, got yeah. it, more marketing people. Yeah, yeah. And the marketing strategy has been pretty sound so far. I mean, you've, you've built a pretty big brand in a yeah. relatively small amount of time. What, what's the strategy kind of, kind of? Well, I feel like with marketing, you know, there's two different um, kind of thought processes. It's either, you know, you create something to kind of elevate the product or you just create an amazing product. You know, like I really like the, uh, the latter approach and that's the approach that we took. So we spent, you know, a lot of time and effort into just to making really amazing products that market itself. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks again. It's been great to be here and learn all Appreciate about it. it. I wish you luck. luck. And uh, thanks for watching, guys. Oh, we'll, thanks. Uh, we'll see you next time. Hey there. Thanks for watching. Every week, we bring you the best stories in the new cannabis industry. The founders, the investors. We help you start a company. We help you invest in companies. If you want to learn more every week, you can subscribe, like right here. We also check out these two other great videos here and here. You're gonna learn a lot guys. My name's Brandon David. Thanks for watching.